0: hey guys it's Rhett here from game devs Quest with this week's quick tip if you haven't done it already go over to game that's right we got a website follow the links and get yourself signed up for the one mechanic game jam number four starting june 29th rolling through july 2nd it's a perfect way to sharpen your game dev skills if you're a beginner or hey keep it fresh if you're if you're a veteran so again game sign up for omG jam 4.
1: Oh, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Game Dev's Quest, your once weekly podcast. God, I suck at this. <laughs> <laughs> I realize, dude, I realize that I can't say the word weekly as fast as you. I'm like, weekly. I don't know. I can't do it. Anyways, hey guys, thanks for tuning in to Game Devs Quest. We're stoked to be here. God, this is awkward. (laughs) Uh, I'm Taylor. I'm Rhett. God damn. Sorry, guys. Uh,. What's up, man?
0: That was... (laughs) Oof. Like, I thought I should, like, throw you a rope or something. I was like... No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, He's going to learn to swim.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, the thing is, it's like, I had this problem. Whenever I'm... I have, like, a script I need to follow, I actually get, like, really nervous, and I just... It's, like, guaranteed that I'm going to mess up. (laughs) So... I need to I need to like practice it. If I'm gonna do the same one as you, I could do I could just do my own. I could be like, What's up everybody? Welcome to Game Dev's Quest. Yeah, you don't have to do the same one as yeah, me. I know. I probably shouldn't. Damn.
0: I end up just doing the same one week in, week out because after I found like a good cadence and everything that worked, I was like, Alright, here it is.
1: Yeah. I was kinda wondering the other day, like, I don't even remember what we said when we first started. I'm guessing it was something really similar. Yeah, it was close. But yeah, see, see, this is why, like when we have guests on, we just have you do it because otherwise I'd be like embarrassed and just have to leave. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Um, hey, before we forget, let's, uh, I'm going to bring up our goals uh, because challenges, we want yeah. our challenges because we want this to be a productive podcast where we, you know, go yeah. through and let's make sure How'd we're. You do. Uh Well, I, I waited until the last minute to do my challenge. My challenge was to... Um, Almost literally. Yeah, right? My challenge was to work on our website, uh, a landing page for gamedevsquest.com. Um, I don't think we said anything about actually having it up, but we were working on that earlier today. But yeah, so I did uh, quite a bit of work yesterday on... Building a landing page, just like a static web page for our website, which we've really probably needed to have for a long time, and we haven't. So um, <laughs> it was it was kind of interesting, like because I I used to do web development before I got into game development, and I I started working on a website yesterday and got so frustrated. Like I spent probably two hours like going through some Bootstrap stuff, which is a pretty common framework for your front end basically um and i found like a template that i liked and i was playing around with it and i couldn't get it to to do the stuff that i wanted it to do and i was like getting to the point where my i was like getting hot (laughs) and and my body was like i was getting a headache because i was like getting so mad uh So I took a break and I um, started. I did a meditation session, which I haven't done in a while, and then got up and moved around a little bit. And I, I got back to it and I decided, like, screw this. I'm going to just build it all from HTML, CSS that I build on my own. And then after that, I just kind of started hammering away and doing lots of Googling because I forgot syntax of things. Um, but I think what I have so far is, like, at least good enough to put out there it's not anything special and it kind of looks it doesn't very look professional it looks like somebody who's learning web development made it but you know it has basic information about the podcast about omg jam that's coming up um and about how to contact us and i think that's really all we need right now but so i spent a lot of time on that we're gonna try and get that up uh this week so,
0: yeah, actually, I checked it while you're talking and it is up. It oh! is live.
1: Oh, seriously? That's sick. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. I want to look at it. Yeah, it looks <laughs> great. Thanks, man. Yeah, I uh Oh, is it live? Gamedevsquest.com, right? Yeah. Maybe it takes a little while for it to like propagate or whatever, but it's not working for me.
0: Oh, it worked for me. Yeah. I clicked that link I sent you and it worked again.
1: Huh. Interesting. Well, it's not working, but that's okay. It'll ah, probably be up sucks. later. <laughs> but yeah, I'm pretty excited about it. It feels good to, to first of all, complete a challenge, which we haven't done forever. And second of all, like, actually have something up for us that we could be like, you know, if someone asks for information about us, we just say, hey, go to GameDevsQuest.com, and then they get some, get the basics, you know? Right. So, um, but then then we go into, like phase two which is building the web app behind it that has login and profiles and forums and all kinds of cool stuff but that's going to be probably farther down the line you know months out but um yeah i'm excited i'm glad sweet glad that the challenge was was put up to me because it's been needing to happen for a really long time
0: yeah yeah, you did some serious heavy lifting on it. I think it looks great. I thank you for your service.
1: Yeah, man. No worries. How'd you do on your challenge?
0: I uh, I passed it. Yes. Um, yeah, I did some. <laughs> uh, I did one complete tutorial, and then I started diving into the other one and uh, worked on it for a couple hours. Sweet. But it said that it could take you know beginners uh, several hours to complete. So yeah. Um.
1: So what was the tutorial? This is Click the, Team Fusion, right?
0: yeah click team fusion 2.5 um and yeah so the first tutorial was i, t- I think i talked about it last week but it is uh brick breaker oh yeah and uh, they have like all of like the pre-made assets um in it so it's like not that hard and then like creating a level is just like drag and drop it's like super easy nice <laughs> so uh it was kind of fun to create like multiple levels and stuff like that and create like a you know like a start page and like a a high score page, like after you lose. Yeah. Um, Which is all part of the tutorial, of course. But yeah, it's like drag and drop. So it's like really easy, you know, and creating the bricks and, and then creating the events that like lead to, uh like removing them. Like mm-hmm. when you break them, it's yeah. like really easy. <laughs> like click team is like, <laughs> I don't know. It's just funny. Like, I don't well, want to say that it's. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. I, I don't want to say that it's like, you know, total hacks or anything, but like it's total. <laughs> it did feel like easy mode after putting in so much work on Unity. Yeah. Well, um, I was
1: gonna say so because with the Udemy course that we were doing, uh, didn't you get like part of the way through the brick breaker? Yeah. Did it feel like like wow, this is just dumb how much time Unity takes compared to Click Team?
0: Yeah. Well, I had something that was like better than all of the work I put on that specific project. Yeah. Like in less than an hour. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, it was just like, okay, here you go. Like, here's a ball. And of course, like I said, the assets were like already made, like in that, in that Udemy tutorial, you got to like make your own, like they yeah. had you like literally search out a picture of a brick. <laughs> <laughs> right. And like paint it a different color and all this stuff. And, um, yeah,
1: well, what's funny is that's how I felt when I first um, picked – when we picked up uh, GameMaker Studio, like the 1.4 one that was like 15 yeah. bucks or whatever on uh, Humble Bundle. Oh. I was like, I'm just going to try this out to see what it's like. And they had you make this game. And and they have all these like built-in tutorials that are pretty um, self-explanatory and easy to follow. And like, yeah, I created like a full-blown game in like 30 minutes. And I was like, oh, my God, like that would have taken me like five hours or more in Unity. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Well, and that's kind of what I I did think it was fun about it because then it was like, oh, I could focus on like now adding more fun features. Mm -hmm. And then it's like once you figure out the interface, of course, then it's just like limited by your imagination, just like Unity would be. Right. But, you know, a little less customizable, but still like fully functional. And for like the shit that I would be using Unity for right now anyways, Mm -hmm. it's like, oh quick fast easy it's like like i could play my game within like 30 minutes i had it finished in like an hour
1: that's cool so you probably like in terms of uh getting ready for the game jam i'm sure that kind of inspires some confidence
0: yeah it made me feel really good and then the next tutorial is um click team physics so it's just like messing around with the uh the interface and figuring out you know how you can manipulate things like bounce and roll and move and you know have like inertia and stuff like that it's pretty cool so
1: nice that's awesome um,
0: dude yeah i'm gonna keep plucking away at that and yeah i was definitely thinking that the whole time i was like trying to think of a way that i could um you know like i don't really know how to import my own assets yet but Mm -hmm. it looks like it's gonna be really easy like i'm pretty sure you just drag the folder like into the click team library yeah and then it's there, like, you know, you just press a button and it's like, here's all of your sprites and here's all of your tiles and
1: here's all of your stuff. And you just drag it and drop it onto the screen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's awesome. Well, um, Jago has been talking in, in the Discord about, uh, I guess, one of the newer versions has uh, 3D, 3D. Yeah. which that sounds pretty crazy, too. <laughs> yeah, so. I think it's like a plug-in. Oh, okay. Yeah, I I think it's... uh, You have to buy different... It's kind of like Game Maker where you have to buy different versions that allow you to do different things like building to web and building to mobile and that sort of thing. Yeah. But at least after that, like, you buy it once and then you don't have, like, a recurring, you know, license (laughs) fee or something. So Right.
0: And, yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. And for anybody who's, like, on the fence, like, I thought it... Like, looking back, it's kind of... Um, it's kind of perfect that like, you know, this, this is like what I bought, like when I was first interested in game dev and now I'm like actually using it and stuff like that because it would have been, you know, I don't know. I'm glad that I spent so much time like trying to learn unity and I still plan on like wanting to become proficient with it and all that sort of stuff. But I'm, I'm looking forward to having a goal with click team now that I've kind of like broken the ice with it. Yeah. Like I've done, I've done this tutorial a couple of times, but I didn't really like internalize anything. And now it feels good that I've like hopped onto the next tutorial and started messing around with other stuff and also like implementing my own features in the Brick Breaker game and stuff like that.
1: Yeah. Well, it's really cool because like, this is just proof that, you know, if, if you don't feel good about a particular tool or whatever, like there's no harm in trying something else, especially when you're just starting, like it's good to play, play with different things because something might just click better for you. Right. Um, and there's nothing wrong with using an engine or a tool that doesn't require programming, you know, you know, right. explicitly like like I don't remember which episode it was, but we were talking about just programming in general. And you're like, you know, I don't it's not something that I'm passionate about or like really need to do. Like I don't want to become a professional programmer. So, you know, maybe Clickteam is like what you've been looking for, you know. Yeah, I think I so. Know.
0: And what's fun about it, too, is it's like you still have to think, you know, yeah. you still have to, like, think things out. And what's kind of fun about having programming experience is that, like, I can look at what I'm doing and I can sort of, like, understand it on another, like, baser level. It's like, right. oh, I see. Like, this is just because basically you create events and, and scripts, quote unquote, by just um basically, like, toggle switches. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like for the brick, like if you want to create an event where when the brick collides or with the the ball collides with the brick, you can set up an event that like when that's detected, you know, you can play a sound, you can add your score, you can then and delete the brick, you know, and have it bounce the ball away.
1: Yeah, I mean it's it's still programming. It's just in a like more graphical sense you right know? and that's yeah. what i was
0: saying it's like it kind of like you know if you kind of understand what's going on it's like oh i'm basically just writing my code but it's like already written and i'm just clicking it to like activate it you know it's like right i don't know
1: yeah well and what's interesting is i remember as a kid um playing around with different tools like i'm pretty sure i tried rpg maker at one point and the the other thing that was honestly now that i think back was probably my first exposure to programming in a sense was um i used to play a lot of age of empires 2 and they have their level editor and in the level editor they have what are called triggers and Mm -hmm. it's the same exact thing except for within the age of empires like framework or whatever you know you'd like you'd like put your map together in the you know, in the map editor, and then you could like, click on different guys and give them triggers, you know, tell them to go go to these different places or, like, when to attack. And, you know, if this... If somebody walks on top of this flag, it spawns, you know, another enemy unit over here or whatever, and it's all just triggers, which are drop-down menus.
0: Right, and, yeah. You know?
1: So it's, like, really similar. Um, and people made, like, really cool stuff with that. You know, it's not... I mean, it's limiting in the sense that whatever the developers of that editor um program into it, that's what you can do, but people are like make just insane stuff like they made new games within that that, oh, that yeah. became like extremely popular, you know, and I'm sure it's it's like that with all kinds of other other games like Ote was saying he did the same thing with Starcraft, you know, yeah, starcraft um,
0: like some of the more famous maps and some of the more famous games like came from their like level editor
1: yeah which is just really cool it's i like that that's how um i don't know that games do that quite as often anymore but it seemed like that was a, a key component to a lot of those especially rts games back in the day but well y-
0: i think games are doing it like especially like if they're on steam with just like steam workshop stuff i guess that's true you yeah. know what I mean? like dude getting mm-hmm. mods on skyrim The other day, like, when I was playing around, was, like, easier than ever. Yeah. Like, when Skyrim first came out, you had to, like, download the mods and make sure it's in the right directory and all this stuff. No, now you can do it from in the game. (laughs) Yeah. Like, you know, and there's quite a few, like, cool mods on Skyrim. And if you're like me, I don't know if I mentioned this on the podcast or not, but there's one that allows you to just, like, bypass the whole beginning of the game and start anywhere you want.
1: Yeah, oh, that's awesome. <laughs>
0: so it's like really helpful and cool. So yeah. like check that out. And and then I was noticing the same thing. I was playing Fallout 4 um on my PlayStation, and I noticed the same thing. It's just as easy to hop on and get like mods and stuff on the PlayStation.
1: That's Like that pretty was dope. not a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
0: man. So I think that it's still around. It's just like I think we don't hear about it as much because since there's a lower barrier of entry, like where I think we're just inundated with like lower quality stuff too.
1: Yeah, that's probably true, yeah.
0: So I don't know, but like you know, even Dota, like lo- the all of the extra game modes and stuff when they finally introduced that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, there was like some legendary game modes on there, Pub yeah. Wars or Pudge Wars being one of them. <laughs> yeah,
1: Pudge Wars. Uh, yeah, it's true. I it's just super interesting. Like thinking back to when when we were kids like we didn't really have engines per se that i that i knew about at least and so it's kind of cool that like a lot of people got into it by modding you know
0: yeah and that's what i was gonna say you know if you wanted to make a game it might have been easier to just like grab half-life one and get the developers toolkits and make counter-strike
1: right (laughs) (laughs) yeah dude uh but that's awesome, dude. I'm I'm proud of you. Good work. We had a good week yeah. then. <laughs> two yeah, for two. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, that's awesome. It's well, been
0: a weird one, but we're here. So I
1: know. Yeah. Once again, we haven't haven't spoken hardly at all. But that's okay. I know. At least we were productive in our own ways. You know. Yeah. So, um, other big news. OMG, Jam 4 is live. Yo. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Um, the official dates are june 29th through july 2nd so it's uh it's a three days it's full uh what is what is three days in terms of hours what is that 72 hours. 72 hours yeah it's (laughs) (laughs) it's 72 hours but it's kind of designed to be more of like a 48 hour jam that you can you know put in wherever you can over that weekend so i'm excited we're getting people signed up already um people are starting to talk about it and we're trying to um Kind of make this a little bit more official, I guess, than previous ones where we're pushing and we have more rules and things like that. I spent spent some time uh, this last week putting together like tips and, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, I looked at the uh Shenana Jams website as a little bit of inspiration and they're like so in depth, like they have any question you could possibly ask they have an answer for on the itch page. It's crazy.
0: I think something that we learned and talked about, and listener, this isn't a reflection on you, rather some of your peers. uh, (laughs) uh, That like, you know, because originally the idea of OMG Jam is like, it's supposed to like, there's one rule, make a game with one mechanic. How hard can that be? But then it's like, each time we do it, we're on OMG Jam 4 now. People come at us with questions that it's like, Should have been answered in that first line of like reasoning, which is the only rule is you make a game with one mechanic. But (laughs) hey, if you don't want to do that, do whatever you want. Yeah. It's like we originally wanted it to be like a 24 hour jam or something like that. And Uh people are just like not okay with that. Like for some reason, you know, it's like they wanted to have it, they wanted to like be a part of the window. And then everybody else, it's like, um, God, what are some of the other funny ones I've seen? And not from, any of the regulars on the Discord. It's just, like, other people, they, like, reach out, and they're just like, "Uh, (laughs) you know, I saw that it's, you know, it's this weekend. Can I do it the weekend before? It's like, why why not? Why do you need our permission? You know, like, here's the thing. If it's in the spirit of a game jam, and you're okay with it, do it.
1: Well, and it's not ranked. So, since it's not ranked, like, it doesn't matter at all. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Like, if you made a game... Like months ago, and you wanted to resubmit it to the jam, we would never know. <laughs> right.
0: I mean, if you're like not careful about it, and you like give us one that we played last time on Twitch or something, like yeah. then you're a, a dummy. But yeah. But well, yeah, it, it like here's the thing: you're on the honor system, so if you can live with yourself, do whatever you want. Right. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, I tried to be pretty explicit in some of the rules, um, yeah, and and tips and everything. Uh, the the fact, um, but yeah, we've had some some weird things over the past ones. Like really, OMG Jam 3 was uh, the first time it felt like, wow, we need to have a little bit more management than we. Yeah. Because we, we got a
0: lot of like new people to the community and stuff like that. And just like.
1: Yeah, but also. Can I have
0: music in my game. No. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, <laughs> dude! Uh, I swear that was like a real question. <laughs>
1: Well, we did actually get a a number of entries the last time that didn't have music. So, if you can, put the music in. It makes it better. (laughs) I think
0: another one was like, what happens if I have two mechanics? Yeah.
1: Oh, God. (laughs) Well, the thing that was, like, most annoying, uh, the two things that I noticed from the last one was we had um, a couple people who submitted entries within the first, like, moment moment yeah. of it opening and it was like when i did some research it was people who had literally been working on this game for like months and they wanted to submit it to get more people like looking at it yeah it's like well yep yeah, i'm going to go ahead and delete that and then the <laughs> other thing that kind of annoyed me was um someone who's like they come in they join the jam they add something to a message board that says oh sorry I really wish I could do this game jam, but hey, guys, if you if you need, I have some assets for sale. <laughs> <laughs> and then they and then they quit. They you know stop participating. It's like wow, all right, you're gone. <laughs> that's funny, dude. Yeah, that's so that's really that, funny. Those were the other things. So I explicitly called that out. Like, don't do that. You know, make a game. You can't. But that being said,
0: if you guys need assets, me and Taylor, no, <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh actually I, I don't know. I don't think I have anything that I could sell realistically, but just um, have them. Yeah. <laughs> we could just go on like that Kenny Kenny guy's website and get some free assets and then sell them, you know? <laughs>
0: <laughs> we'll probably uh, see somebody do that in yeah. OMG Jam four.
1: Oh jeez. But yeah, so guys, uh join the OMG Jam four it's up at bit.ioi forward slash omgjam4. Um, have a good time with it. Um, you know, yeah. get get involved with each other, form teams. We saw people already in the Discord talking about forming a team, doing some projects together. So that'd be sick to see um, some people who are, you know, mainly artists or whatever join up with people who are mainly programmers and, and tag team it, because I'm sure like you'd get some pretty good quality I mean, we've already had some amazing games come out of it, and I think most people do it just by themselves. So that'd be cool to see some people working together. Um, Yeah, just have a good time. Uh, Stream your work on it. Make sure to let us know when you're streaming. We want it to be this full-blown event, you know? Absolutely, yeah. (laughs) And the other thing is we don't have themes picked out yet. I've been brainstorming some themes. Rhett's been brainstorming some themes. But if you guys have some, some themes in mind... Feel free to share them with us. You never know what we'll pick. Yeah,
0: never know.
1: You never know. <laughs>
0: yeah, so OMG Jam, sign up, um, and uh, we'll see We'll see you there. We'll see
1: you on the trails. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's it for news, really. We had a productive week, but uh, what else is new, dude? What did you do last week?
0: Uh, I saw Solo and Deadpool 2, finally.
1: Oh, cool. Overall thoughts? I haven't seen either of them.
0: They're great. Yeah, I really liked them. I really liked Solo. Um, People, like, critics kind of shit on a little bit. I don't know why. I thought it was really well done. Nice. I don't think it was, like, groundbreaking cinema, by any means, like... But, um... The guy who plays Han Solo, I think his name's like Alden something, like, I thought he did really well. He didn't, like tried to pretend to be harrison ford so i yeah. really appreciated that choice donald glover of course there was times where i was like oh billy d williams is on the screen um anelia <laughs> clark really nailed it uh i thought she did really well um and they set up the f- future of some of these like franchises so i nice. thought it was really cool i saw it opening night thursday with my older brother and we had a really good time. So uh, I want to see it again. I want to like take my wife and stuff like that. So cool. And then me and Bailey, we did go and see Deadpool 2 finally, which also I thought was really well done. Like credit. I read some reviews of it and they're just like, it doesn't land as well as Deadpool 1. And in some ways, I thought it was better. <laughs> like, I don't know, man. Like some of the jokes were like, you know, they, it, they really rehashed some of the same jokes, but. I thought they were just as fun, if not <laughs> funnier sometimes, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't know. And then Josh Brolin, I thought, did really, really well as his character, felt intense. Um
1: I I yeah, haven't man. even seen a preview, so I don't know anything about Deadpool, but I know that Deadpool One or whatever is probably it's up there for my favorite Marvel movie. Um maybe Dude, it might prob- be, it might be my favorite Marvel movie.
0: It's really well done. Um, you probably will like Deadpool 2. Like, it hits a lot of the same notes. Sometimes it does it better. Sometimes it's a little off the mark, but I, I thought it was really well done. Nice. Yeah. And some of the celebrity, there's like some celebrity cameos in it that are, I thought were really funny, really well executed.
1: Nice. <laughs> yeah.
0: So that was kind of my week. Other cool. than that, just working. Yeah. And... Uh, trying to finish, trying to finish the book for the book
1: club. Oh, and, dude, uh, yeah, it's been a slog trying to get through that one. Like, I'm learning a lot. So we're reading a book called "The New uh, Jim Crow." Yeah, "The New Jim Crow," which is about um, mass incarceration and uh, just kind of oh, this really terrible behind the scenes like plot. Almost to yeah. make a racial caste system in America, um, and it's like crazy. It's extremely eye-opening, um, but it's really dense, and it's another one of those books where, like, you're reading and you're learning all these new horrifying things. And it goes on for pages and pages and pages, and it's just like, wow, another like example after example after example of how terrible it all is, you know?
0: Yeah, <laughs> absolutely, it's crazy, and people it just crazy, like we go on, yeah. on our lives, and we're just like, la 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 la, yeah, it never happened to me, right? So it likely won't because we're white, but yep.
1: Um, yeah, I've been reading that at lunches and everything, um. We we started watching because we you know we've been going through a bunch of nature shows. Um, we got through the natu- or David Attenborough's Natural Curiosities, which I highly recommend to everyone. It's super cool and fascinating. You learn a lot of weird things about animals. But we started watching another David Attenborough show called Africa, which is equally as stunning. Um, it's like I have this idea of what Africa is like and they show you like how diverse Africa is and my idea of what like the landscape was like and stuff just was completely wrong, <laughs> you know? Cause growing up you only see like basically the desert or like the safari land or whatever, you know? Yeah. And it turns out that like there's massive rainforest. There's like, like I never would have. how did have... you not know that? Well, no, I did know that, but but you don't really think about that, you know, because it's not very prevalent, uh, like in the in the media, because um, you're always seeing stuff about like lions and cheetahs and elephants, you know, but like we saw in this show, it's like showing at one point they they get to the uh, Atlantic coast and it's like all these all these animals like elephants on the beach, you know, and it's like whoa that's cool like i wouldn't have thought of of that but it's also just extremely heartbreaking like we had to turn it off at one point because of how sad like there's a scene where this mother elephant like there was a drought um, when they were filming it it was really bad and the elephants um didn't really have any food and they were crossing like this vast expanse of desert and like this little baby elephant couldn't keep up and the mother basically had to decide whether she was going to stay with her baby or like go follow the herd. And it was just like the most heartbreaking scene ever. Um, That. And then also God, like we were talking about how cruel, how cruel and whatever the, the animal kingdom is. There's this scene where these, uh, God, this bird, I don't know, even know what kind of bird it was, but it was like, it looked prehistoric it almost looked like a cartoon but it's like real and lives in africa and it hatches or it has two babies and the only reason it has two is because it wants to have more possibilities for like one to survive and as soon as like one of the chicks proves that it's strong enough then they just like completely neglect the other one and like the the sibling that's the stronger one like starts pecking the other one and like the weak baby like goes up to its mom and its mom's like yeah sorry you're on your own and then it just dies it's like oh my god this is so crazy dude uh
0: yeah africa has some wild birds dude like have you ever seen pictures of the shoe bill
1: oh i wonder if that was it let me look it up shoe bill
0: that that like, was
1: it dude the shoe bill oh, yeah dude haunting yeah oh my god <laughs> it is haunting it like has no soul there they're ruthless too like i it was so sad like basically seeing the the stronger sibling like picking on the other one like trying to kill it and then the other one like going over to its mom trying to to find comfort and shelter from her and she was just like nah then like let it you know let the other one do whatever it wanted it was like it was just wild man
0: uh yeah, that's crazy. That's funny that I just like named the bird.
1: Yeah, I know. I had never seen the shoebill before.
0: Yeah. It's fucking funny. Dude, it's like crazy. It's like fucking remnant from dinosaur
1: age. You're no, right. Like, yeah, as soon dude. as you said
0: prehistoric, that was the first thing that came to mind.
1: Yeah, it looks like a dinosaur. It's wild. But um, yeah, so it kind of prompted us this week. I did a bunch of research on, uh, on charities this week because, I don't know, we don't really do a lot to help the causes that we want or that we like believe in. And I did a lot of research into charities this week to, cause we want to start donating to, you know, uh, conservation places and things like that. And I found this, this website called charity navigator, which if anyone's interested in donating to a, a charity, definitely look them up on charity navigator. They give all kinds of good financial information about the companies and, uh, they give them like an overall rating about how efficient they are um, with their money and things like that. And God, let me tell you, it is insane what some of these charities think is okay. Like, so one of the the biggest um, conservation charities is WWF, like the World Wildlife Foundation or something like that. Um, their CEO makes like close to a million dollars. <laughs> like what? You're you're trying to advocate for, you know, saving these endangered species, yet you think it's okay to take a million dollars? Like
0: Yeah, when I when I was like studying a lot of like entrepreneurial stuff, like I read a bunch of articles. And of course it's like 10 years ago, like so much advice was just like, yeah, start a nonprofit or a charity. Like a lot of entrepreneurs don't consider that and you can make a lot of money. <laughs> it's like, okay, uh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, I mean, so crazy. Idea, but <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, and that was the thing. Like the first thing I did when I was looking stuff up was I remember like, I remember seeing WWF and I remember that whole thing with like the WWF and the wrestling WWF, you know? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so that one I knew about. So I went and looked at them their websites cool. And you know, it seemed like it was trustworthy. And then I look up like what they do and I don't know, they support a bunch of stuff that I think is wrong. And then I found out that their CEO makes like a ton of money and I'm like, all right, screw this place. (laughs) But we found some other ones that are pretty good. Um, We've been looking at the wildlife uh, conservation network, which this website gave them like a really good rating and I, I pretty much now, like, after looking at a bunch of them, I'm, I refuse to give money to a place that their CEO makes more than, like, 100K. Um, and so, we were looking at that one. We're going to probably start donating there. And then the other one is a local one called Friends of Trees, which is cool because um, when we go on walks in Eugene, sometimes we see a tree that has, like, a little tag on it and it says it's from the Friends of Trees. So, I looked at them up and they seem pretty cool. So... That's cool.
0: Yeah, yeah. The only real like, um, the only real like charity I've ever donated to is uh, like Heifer International.
1: Yeah, we talked about that one.
0: Yeah, which like looking at their thing, they have uh, overall out of a hundred like uh, eighty four point seven percent. Hmm. Um, Period. Yeah, well, apparently they score seventy-eight percent on financial, but they score ninety-seven percent on accountability and transparency. So, mm.
1: is that on that website I just called out? Yeah, yeah, or on Charity, Charity Navigator. Navigator. Nice. Yeah, some of them, like the Friends of Trees, is a small enough one that they don't have any ratings. Um, but the actually, the reason I went with we're going with WCN, the wildlife conservation network is because they scored a hundred, which I was like, Holy crap, dude. Um, so legit.
0: I don't know. That's cool. Cause I'm always like, yeah, I just, I never really donate to charities mostly because like, yeah, you read about how fucking filled with, um, you
1: know, that word (laughs) corruption, corruption. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that's why I've kind of put it off. Um, there's all kinds of like charity things that happen at work and things like that and whenever like when I worked at Garmin, I can't think of the name of this charity they they were supported by this or they supported this one charity and they like sponsored them and had people come out and talk to the the company and then they you know basically pitched to you and like give you forms to fill out and everything and I like signed up for it and whatever and then after I signed up a bunch of people were like why'd you sign up dude that that charity's horrible they you know they do really bad stuff and they they don't you know they don't use their money well and then i looked it up and i was like oh wow yeah they're like a lot of their money goes to very sketchy things um and then i just felt like taken advantage of you know and so i kind of had a bad taste in my mouth after that but lately like we've been trying to just like live our lives in a way that is meaningful and like I don't know we want to support the things that we believe in so I thought it was worth especially after seeing Africa and like all the freaking like heartbreak that's there just like well I should just spend some time and figure this out so I kind of made me think like how cool it would be and we've talked about this before but how cool it would be if we um, did some sort of like fundraiser thing um, yeah
0: we've talked about that a lot we should talk about that some more and actually like maybe do something
1: yeah totally so, like once once we get the website up and have like a full full-blown deal we can maybe do like an annual thing or whatever be kind yeah, of sweet that'd be cool man yeah i mean and who knows might be might raise like 50 bucks or something but <laughs> still <laughs> yep anyways so that's pretty much my week of course i was working on my game but uh I haven't worked on it at all this weekend because all the website stuff and whatever else Um, doing some stuff with family all that good stuff so
0: absolutely happy birthday by the way your birthday just passed oh yeah
1: that's what I did that's why I went out with family (laughs) (laughs) yeah I'm 29 oh my god One year away from the first anniversary of your 29th birthday. (laughs) Yep. That's how I'm going to think about it next year. (laughs) Yeah. My family's like, well, so my sister is born on um, Groundhog Day, February 2nd. And so for her 30th birthday, my parents took her to Punxsutawney. (laughs) And (laughs) and they saw the Groundhog (laughs) Uh, so now, <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, well, they used to watch Groundhog Day on her birthday like every single year, um, and so it was kind of fitting. But they were like really, really stoked about it. Um, and I guess like they went to Hershey, Pennsylvania, which you know because my mom's like a, she's so into eating chocolate, and. Uh... <laughs> So, it was, like, their perfect vacation, you know? <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, uh, that is the most wholesome thing I've ever heard.
1: Yep. That's my family, man. So, yeah. But they
0: didn't get to see the the groundhog, did they?
1: No, they did get to see the groundhog. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So, I don't know if... I can't remember if he saw his shadow. I'm sure he probably did, right? <laughs> Isn't it is I don't it know. I can't remember if it's if he does see his shadow that's uh six more weeks of winter or vice versa, but I don't know. But
0: his name's Phil. Yeah.
1: Punks are Tony Phil. <laughs> dude, have you ever seen that movie Groundhog Day? Yeah, of course. It's actually really funny. Like It's a
0: really it, good movie.
1: In a in a dark way too. Like he kills himself like eighty times in that movie, you know. Oh yeah, dude. But that one scene where he has the groundhog, like, on his lap as he's driving that pickup. <laughs> and then they drive <laughs> off the cliff together. Yeah. Oh, my God. So crazy. Uh, but, yeah, so my mom, like, you know, she's like, well, next year you're, next year is your 30th. Where are we? You want to go to see Phil, too? Yeah. <laughs> she's like, well, where are we going to go? I'm like, uh, I don't know. Who even knows, dude? <laughs> uh, So... Anyways, yep, it was my birthday. I don't I'm not a big fan of of celebrating my birthday. I don't like being on the spot, you
0: know. You're not a big fan of celebrating anything. I guess that's true.
1: <laughs> yeah. So
0: You're just a heartless, uncelebratory monster. Yep. That's me. Some some would say that you're celebrate.
1: <laughs> hey, that was a pretty good pun. That was a pretty good pun, I'll give you that. <laughs> Cool, uh well i know you're uh probably running up against your time we unfortunately we got we got going this morning um and we probably took like 30 minutes trying to figure out why my microphone wasn't coming through to red there's like yeah, at least we did like so these big batch of windows updates came out and i think that kind of messed with some of it like actually uh when we did or when i did that it signed me out of dropbox or uh Google Drive, and that's how we normally send our files to each other. And so, Rhett was going to go edit the podcast from last night, and of course, my file's not there, and I think it was. So there's that whole mess. Then there's my microphone not working, and then we got the website stuff figured out. So I don't know. It was kind of a crazy morning.
0: Yeah, it was.
1: Rhett has to go to work in a minute, so.
0: Yeah, there is one thing that I want to talk about if we got time before we sign off. I know it's going to be a short one for you guys. I got time if.
1: I got time if you got time.
0: Cool. So, yeah, uh, one thing that I did this week that I forgot to mention, but luckily I just looked at my note that I left here. Um, so but I had been doing a bunch of writing um, mm-hmm. like this week since the last time we recorded. Mm-hmm. And uh, I finally uh, achieved w- one of my goals, which it is not very high. Uh, but uh, yeah, I started submitting uh, short stories for consideration for publication. So, Ooh. yeah, nice. Man. Um, yeah, there's a couple um, publications that I've had my eye on that are now open for submissions. And one of them is like a local, um, a local like weird fantasy slash like horror uh, publication, and they they're published locally, but they they sell like worldwide. Um, That's cool. Yeah. So anyway, they've been doing extremely well. They're on issue six, and I really wanted to get on with them since they're local. Yeah. Um, And then there's a couple other ones that, like, distribute mostly online and things like that, but um, both are, like, you know, legit paying publications, all that stuff, and it's been a long-time goal of mine to, like, try and, um you know, like, actually, like, take a step towards, you know, like being a quote-unquote like professional writer i guess so that's um, really cool dude yeah it's fun like it's like you know when i look at my stuff it's like i definitely feel that you know i've progressed in skill however you know sometimes i feel like my my like story maybe isn't like as solid of a concept or whatever as i thought but yeah, I'm I am i am feeling confident about these a couple of these. I don't know. So we'll see what happens. We'll we'll keep you updated, but that was on my list of 100 things to do this year and I can tick that one off.
1: Heck so. yeah, man. That's so cool. If you uh if you do hear that you get published or whatever, let us know. We can
0: Yeah, absolutely. It could be a while cuz uh like one of <laughs> like submissions close on both of them uh like the last day of May. And then, you know, like, you'll only hear back probably if you are selected. So it's like, you right. <laughs> could yeah. be waiting a while. <laughs> yeah,
1: that whole thing. Well, even if you don't get published, um, you should, you should say, uh, share out some of your stories with the Discord. You get people yeah. editing them or giving you feedback. It's just like games. I might you know? do
0: that. I've been considering, like, changing the NaNoWriMo room to, like, just, like, a write- general, like, writing discussion room.
1: Yeah, I think it's a good idea. Yeah. But, that's awesome uh, yeah
0: maybe i'll maybe i will show some stuff we'll see
1: yeah cool well um goals for the week i guess what do you yeah what do you feeling <laughs> um i know i haven't really thought of any <laughs> 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 i mean i guess like it would make sense to uh to have you continue like pushing with the click team fusion tutorials so maybe like up until the game jam i think it'd be a good recurring goal for you to just complete i don't know how many they have of those tutorials there's only
0: like there's only like one or two full game tutorials the rest are like feature tutorials okay um so like i was kind of thinking after i complete the physics one i might try and like create a game with it so
1: that'd be cool Yeah. yeah well that's your challenge then for the week is to complete the physics one okay yeah cool and do more if you if you're feeling good.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I will at that. Um let's see your goal. Um is to uh
1: I crushed it too hard last week. Dude, you did. <laughs> you fucking ass. No. <laughs>
0: goal uh let's see I, uh, charities are coming to mind I feel like I just want to tell you to like uh you know come up with like a potential model for like a nonprofit slash charity fundraiser type thing
1: oh that's um, a cool idea
0: yeah I don't know could be too much work could be too little work um I don't know think about a way that we could leverage like our resources our platform to do like a fundraiser slash charity type thing Okay. Um, that's my goal for you.
1: Cool. I like it. Actually, real quick while we're at it, um, I forgot that something I did, and this actually really helped me accomplish my challenge last week, was I reinstalled the app Habitica, um, which if you're not familiar, it's a habit tracking app um, where you can give yourself daily goals, habits, uh, to-do list and uh it has like rpg elements so you have like a little character who's all pixely um and he levels up you can give him like swords and stuff like that um which is kind of neat and so i put on my to-dos i put the reminder to build the the gdq website and uh that just it was it was nice to see it all the time because then i was thinking about it a lot whereas before you know Who knows? (laughs) It's just kind of like if I remembered, then I would do something. Yeah. So do
0: lists are like really paramount for my productivity. mm -hmm. I use them every day. It's like the first thing I do every day is create a to do list.
1: (laughs) That's cool. Yeah. I think that's something that a lot of um, productive and successful people do is they do that. They do like goals each day and they do kind of reflective writing at the end of each day and stuff like that, which I don't really do, but um, I used to, but yeah, yeah, I did too. But if you guys are looking to be more productive, you should check out the Habitica app. It's pretty cool. Um, yeah. It helped me a lot this week. And so uh, I'll just go ahead and put a to-do right now on uh, for my challenge. Sweet. So,
0: Well, unfortunately, guys, I do got to get going, but we've got a solid 50-minute episode here for you. So with Taylor's blessing, I'm going to read off the, the footers here. Yeah. <laughs> um, if you guys would like to reach out to us on Twitter, you may do so. We are at Game Devs Quest. Um, hey, if you guys want more uh, information on our upcoming Game Jam, uh, what's the link for that one?
1: Bit.ly forward slash OMGJam4.
0: Hell yeah. Or you might even be able to go to GameDevsQuest.com and oh. uh, click the link to sign up here, which will take you right there. Mm-hmm. So uh it's totally working on my screen. So hopefully yeah. by the time this airs, it's working for you guys.
1: I got it on my phone, but my desktop isn't taking it for whatever reason. So Yeah,
0: yeah. your desktop needs to take it.
1: I know, it's being um, a little turd today.
0: Also, if you guys would like, you can email us your thoughts, concerns, your, uh, your thanks, your well wishes, your curses, whatever it might be. We are gdq at airpodcast.com. Um, If you would like to join our Discord server and join up with all of the awesome people who are now in the throes of planning and anticipating omg jam 4 you can do so go to bit.ly forward slash gdq discord and that's just a permalink invite to our server come say hi introduce yourself and uh, meet some other game developers we got plenty of beginners if you're a beginner you know so you don't feel alone but we also have plenty of veterans who can help you out answer questions point in the right direction just like uh you know we like to do so uh we got all sorts over there don't be shy and if you guys would like to support us monetarily, you can do so very easily by going to Humble Bundle. Uh, they've got all sorts of awesome bundles. By the time this airs, unfortunately, uh, they have a web development book bundle that will be off. But uh, you can take a look and see what else they have there. You can check out the store. You can look at their Humble Monthly Loot Bundle. Um, it's very cool. You can use our affiliate link and any purchase you make goes to support us, keep the lights on, all that sort of thing. Um, not all of it, of course, just a small portion, but you can do that by going to bit.ly forward slash gdq hyphen humble. Um, yeah, and I think that about does it. Uh, check out our website, gamedevsquest.com. Let us know what you guys think, and uh, we'll catch you next week. Thanks, guys. Cue music. Oh, yes.